everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Is your marriage all you want it to be? And if not, why not? Here to share more in their just released When Heaven Hits Home, Ancient Wisdom for Today's Couples are authors, speakers, and pastors of Jewish ministries at the Father's House, leaders of Messianic gatherings at House of Peace Beth Shalom, and former hosts of Zola Levitt Ministries in an NRB 2019 Anaheim Convention special. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miles and Catherine Weiss. Miles and Catherine, welcome to Testimony. Thank you. It's wonderful to be with you today. Well, it is great to have you. Now let's get right to it. You two have a love story that started with a simple conversation about Jesus. It turned into a beautiful marriage that represents Yeshua, unity, and peace. Please tell us that story. Well, I was wandering in the New Age. I was a wandering Jew. Uh, this is the story of a New York Jew and a California Catholic who found life in Yeshua, in Jesus. And uh, in the course of my wandering, I met the most beautiful girl in the world. And at our first cup of coffee, she told me that she liked me, but she was in love with someone else. It turned out that she was recently a born-again believer, and so she was in love with Jesus. Yeah, so the Lord just gave me strength to just kind of challenge Miles right away, and I said, you know, if you were a true seeker, you'd look in your own book, and uh, I think he was a little shocked that, that I said that to him, uh, but you took it to heart, and you started praying, and so that was the beginning of our journey. Um, like I said, I was a, a new believer in Jesus. I was raised Catholic, but I personally received him as as the living savior of my life at that point. Yeah. yeah, and so I prayed to the ceiling. I had recently left Hinduism and Buddhism and all the Buju stuff that we do in California and uh, was beginning to believe in a transcendent God outside of myself, having come from the inner godness of the Hinduism, Eastern thought. And I asked the ceiling if Catherine was right. If she's right, then you have to show me a sign. And God unloaded supernatural occurrences in my life that only could be explained by the intervention of a divine being. So eventually, over the course of this wrestling match, Jesus revealed himself to me in multiple ways. And I admitted that, in fact, he is my Messiah. Wow, that is powerful. How long after you two met one another did this happen? The first couple few of weeks. Months. It yeah. took a few months for me to really commit to the reality. I got a Bible. We had supernatural occurrences. Uh, uh, I prayed to the ceiling, God, God, if you're up there, you have to send me guidance. And the next day, a man came up to me in the parking lot. I was on my way into a college class, came up to me in the parking lot and said, small talk and then he said the real reason I came here is because the Lord said go talk to the guy with the red car you've been praying for guidance he quoted back to me the prayer that I had prayed the day before that no one knew but the ceiling 
and the same journey was happening for me as um, as, per, as a person who was raised Catholic. I didn't realize that the Jewish people, oh, I did know, but um, I asked God, can you save a Jewish person? Because he said, you know, Jews don't believe in Jesus. Got down on my knees. I was a very new believer, childlike faith. The next day I was walking on the college campus and a Jews for Jesus handed me a track. And then the Lord said, not only can I save, but I am a Jew. I came as a Jew. I died as a Jew. And I am one. And so the Lord began to awaken me to the Jewish people. And then slowly but surely, God started showing us his path for us in that. That's tremendous. Now, you have a degree in counseling, marriage counseling. Were you in that vocation when you met Catherine? No, interestingly, when I was very young, I went to Clark University, which is where Freud and Jung lectured when they came to America, because I had a desire to understand the dysfunction in my own family and the lives around me. Fast forward through my 20 years of missing, the t missing 20 years between my bar mitzvah and getting saved at age 33, which my friends dubbed my magical misery tour. During that era, I wandered, and when I became a believer, my pastor wisely said, as soon as you're finished with Bible college, you need to go to graduate school and get your marriage and family therapist license because there's a calling on you to help people in that way. All was after Yeshua and after Catherine. In your book, you talk about, or maybe it was a video that I happened to see, correct me if I'm wrong, editing one's conversation. Um, talk about that and what that means in marriage and why it's important. Well, there's a there's we have these wonderful segments in our book. It's try this at home, and so after each chapter, there's a little takeaway for all of us because we all want to grow in our marriages. And one of the try this at homes is uh, well, Miles, go ahead. It's a Hebrew, a Hebrew tradition, lashon hatov, which means right speech. And so the tradition among Jewish people is that from Friday night sundown till Saturday night sundown on Shabbat, we only say positive things. We only speak that which is life-giving, as in Proverbs, death and life and the power of the tongue. So we took that and then added to it the research that's been done by John Gottman, uh, Dr. John Gottman, who's kind of the granddaddy of marriage and family therapy. He's an Orthodox Jewish person, by the way. But he said that editing speech is one of the seven predictors of a successful marriage. So we put those two together and realized that uh, Woodstock generation, Nordstrom generation, we have a big gap, and my generation said, let it all hang out, and we've made a mess. So what we've learned from that is to begin to, if we say something that's going to be critical or harsh or sarcastic, to stop and really edit and, and rethink how we're going to speak to one another. And we found it to be a real blessing. Okay, now, let's talk about tone. You can say a thing, but I hear so often it's how you've said something. Right. Talk about that. Well, I love I love the principle of editing speech because um, you can start with um, maybe like an I statement, like you always do this, but you can start with blaming, and then you can edit it and say, you know what, let's let's work this out together. I know I have a tendency of doing this, and so let's work on not always criticizing each other, mm -hmm. but let's work on what's best for the marriage and moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I, I talk to people in my counseling office a lot about volume and tone. Because either one of those can go sideways. Volume 1 to 10, where are you? Are you at a 4, which is normal speech? Or are you at an 8 or a 9, which is dangerous and 911 is about to be called? Right? Same with tone. Is the tone snarky and negative and critical? Or is it, is it even toned? 
And there's a way to bring that. What Catherine's alluding to is learning how to make I statements instead of you statements. Mm -hmm. So I think, I feel, I want, I need, that lets the other person off the hook. Whereas if I say you always, you never, mm -hmm. then they immediately get defensive. And both of those are affected by volume and tone. Well, I can see why, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Miles and Catherine Weiss, their latest release, When Heaven Hits Home, a great read for marriage, single, or anyone looking to better their relationships, and in marriage especially. Catherine and Miles, your book has received great endorsements from some of Christendom's finest, stating the overarching hallmark of your ministry of marriage is one humor, you're also considered the go-to resource for anyone wanting to improve their relationship. If you had to pick just one critical element for a successful marriage, what would that be and why? Uh, well, we, we love to play together, we love to laugh, and we love to pray. And I think that that was the three things that in the beginning of our relationship is that we realized that we, here were these two totally different people. Miles is Jewish in New York and I'm California Catholic and he's older, I'm younger. It just totally different in that we needed a mediator and God became that mediator through prayer. And you can't get it unless you do go to him. So prayer, play and laugh and lay. <laughs> Actually, that's, oh, that comes from Doug, okay. that comes from Doug Weiss, and I love it. He says, "Pray yes. together, lay together, play together." And I love it. I'm I'm willing to give him the credit for yeah. it. It's an excellent way of saying the, the full full orbed marriage, right? But I would say the most important element in our marriage is the power of forgiveness, because I have been forgiven much, and so I am commanded to love much. And I think individually we're aware of our own frailties and where we've come from and how much grace we received from the Lord. And so our desire is to give that to the other one. So the quick repentance, quick forgiveness, short accounts, really uh, valuing the, the relationship more than being right is really a core value for us. So we don't like division. And so we both move towards the Lord in order to have that grace for each other. Okay, last question. What if a partner does not know who he or she is in Christ, and that can cause conflict in a marriage. Can you speak to that in our remaining moments? It's probably one of the most difficult things I deal with in my counseling practice is faith, not faith, or the unequally yoked marriage, so-called. It's very, very difficult. Most things are easier. Some of the things that are more dramatic are actually easier to deal with. I'm talking about uh, sexual impropriety and, and financial instability. All those things are easier to deal with most difficult thing is when one's a believer and one isn't. And it can be a lack of faith or it can be a lack of identity and moving forward at the same pace. But the idea there is that we, we learn this from raising our kids. We stop prophesying doom over them, start prophesying belief and faith and future and hope and, and really calling them up in mm -hmm. the spirit and giving them to God. And I think you can do that in your marriage right. as well. It's easy to point out what's wrong. It's harder to, to find the gold in your mate. And so to bring out the gold, to bring out the treasure, to bring out their identity and to speak life. Yeah. It reminds me of that scripture in the Bible and you're really declaring biblically based values for having a marriage, if I'm hearing you correctly. Speak those things that be not as though they already are. Speaking faith and life into your partner or into your children or into any situation in business and so forth and so on. Great believer in that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Miles and Catherine Weiss, authors and pastors of their just released When Heaven Hits Home, ancient wisdom for today's couple. And what a great couple to share those secrets and that wisdom. You can learn more about Miles and Catherine's work, ministry, and mission by visiting milesandcatherineweiss.org and get their book, When Heaven Hits Home. You will be blessed and encouraged you did. Miles and Catherine, what a joy having you share the thoughts you've learned in over 30 years of marriage that God joined for His purposes, a Jew, a Gentile, and a match, literally I would say, made in heaven. We thank you. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Thank you. Thank you. Foundation of stone, a tri stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, a sure foundation, a tri stone, a precious cornerstone, he that believe it shall, shall not be hazed. Talking about broken blood, counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.